Hi everyone, welcome to Rest Between Sets. This is the podcast to listen to while you rest. Between the Sets, life is programmed for you. Join me in tackling all things health and fitness, spirituality and mental health along with other guest speakers. We're going to dive in deep to find out how they're all interconnected in creating the recipe of becoming the best version of ourselves. Because why not? This is your host, Danny. Let's do this. For this episode, I had the pleasure to have Zaylin Velu, aka Strength Coach Z, as my first guest. The making of this episode has been wild, mainly on the technical side of things. We had to record for the second time at 8 a.m. on the Monday, since the first one was royally wrecked by yours truly. Accountability and responsibility, guys. Zaylin takes us through his background and his life as an athlete, how he grew to become a professional powerlifter who took his strengths internationally and and his experience at that. His career as a strength and body recomposition coach, his mindset, routines, and the system he has organized for himself. We go deep into goal setting and what you can do to take that to the next level. There's so many takeaways and golden nuggets in this episode. I really enjoyed having Zaylin and I hope you do too. What up? (laughs) <laughs> how are you today yeah good good that's good um so we've been friends for so long now i would say probably like four years when i was like 19 and i'm yeah. 23 now um yeah it's quite a while yeah so so many things have happened between then and now and i know a lot about you also mainly because like we follow each other on instagram we're like instagram friends um, so if you could just like share to me and also the listeners as well, what's been happening with you, how you got into where you are now since you're a trainer, a personal trainer at Snap. Yep. Um, and also, yeah, just a little bit about yourself really. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've been around the industry actually quite a bit. Like I've worked around a lot, but I guess like, um, a little bit of background first like um my parents were uh migrated from india um like 30 years ago so i was born here in melbourne my parents were my first role models you know they were just a couple of really really hard working working class people like a great example for me kind of like first people i could really look up to um they they just kind of they you know they never complained they just did what they had to do um i was a good boy growing up you know i did everything i was told i went to school i studied went, i studied engineering for three years and then yeah kind of uh decided to engineering wasn't for me dropped out went back to uni and i studied sport and exercise science at vic uni and that's i guess how i found my way into the industry um mm-hmm. all right so you were well i'm not quite sure now but are you still powerlifting or have you found other hobbies or sports i guess yeah so i uh i i really i did float around for quite some time i yeah so i I found powerlifting about eight eight years ago i kind of was self-taught with uh olympic weightlifting so I did that for a couple of years and then another year with a coach. Did a little bit of competing. Uh, these days I'm kind of back to powerlifting, kind of combining that with body composition goals. Definitely definitely would like to return to powerlifting though. So how did you actually find powerlifting? Because you did Brazilian yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, didn't you? Yeah, you so it was actually... Uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu so like it was kind of a more traditional type of martial art like less practical than the one that everyone's doing today Mm. so but I did do that I did that for eight years I found 
I started training, man, I was training from the age of about 14, I think. Thereabouts, 14, about 14 years ago. And then I was in the gym, you know, a lot of bro lifting. It's how most people start. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I, I didn't find powerlifting until I was about 20. So a few years into my training, I kind of found I could do this as a competition. I wasn't too bad to start off with. So yeah, so my training from that point onwards just kind of became a little more organized and goal oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I found I was able to, yeah, set myself some quantity, like some targets to hit and deadlines to meet. And that really was part of what appealed to me. So did you train with a coach or did you kind of like just figure it out all by yourself? Yeah, so uh, so my first coach, yeah, so I started training with a young guy that trained at my gym, Dennis. So he was, yeah, he was my first was coach. Dennis Pereira. Yeah. Oh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, he was um, he was kind of like, he, he, he kind of had competed for about a year before that. And then was getting into coaching as well. And he happened to train at my gym. So yeah, helped me, helped me find the sport. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, I was well into it. I kind of trained by myself for a couple of years after that. Yeah. So when you, because you started competing um, and you found that you were actually, obviously you were really, really good and it's that still are really, really good. When you started competing, how did you find yourself? Like, how did you grow into that? Yeah, yeah, good question. I feel like the... I feel like that was a... It definitely wasn't a quick process of finding myself in the sport, but it was It was very... It was, it was very apparent. Every probably six months, I felt like I was just a... a like a, I, w- I felt like I was slightly more mature and I knew myself a little bit better. I knew what my goals were. I knew my why. I felt like through the pursuit of training, I feel like it kind of put me on a bit of a straight and narrow because at, at a glance, it's really like, um, it's like, it's just like the goal of wanting to compete at this level or to hit these numbers. But in reality, it really caused me to tighten up my, my nutrition, my sleep, my mindset, my recovery, everything else that kind of revolves around training. I feel like everything else kind of lined up and, and, and helped me, helped me find myself a little bit more as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And so did you find that it also, it manifested also in your personal life? They all coexisted with each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like pursuing an athletic career really provided me with the framework around which I could develop my character and the character. And that was what I took to the rest of my life. I felt like I just learned. So I I, I could develop so many qualities just from pursuing this one goal, you know, things like discipline, things like commitment, things like patience, persistence, and like appreciation of pursuing a long-term goal, being humble, you know, yeah, you know, I feel like there was just heaps of heaps of qualities, heaps of values I developed uh, in the gym. And it's just it's carried right over to like my my personal relationships, to my business, to yeah, to the good work that I do with my clients. You know, it, it, it really it really it really solidified me as a person. And then I could just take that everywhere else in my life. And I think that was just that's just the the, the like the number one benefit that I've gotten from being an athlete. Yes. So I completely resonate with that and mainly because I'm also in a similar journey and we're both power lifters, I would say. 
I competed in Olympic weightlifting too, and power well soon in powerlifting as well. And I just, I, I, I just, I can just see that whatever it is that I trained myself at the gym, it's like I can bring that learning and knowledge with me too. And while I train my life, if hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's really cool because I feel like it, it, it gives so much more meaning to the pursuit of the athletic goal as well. I feel like once you realize, because some people may not realize its connection to everything else. This is your whole life. Mm-hmm. This is not just this one goal. The growth that comes from pursuing that is so, so, so applicable to so many other things that it gives you that much more meaning to, to, to achieve that goal. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you don't even have to be an athlete to learn all these things um you could be just someone who you know pursuing a business yeah um, and you're the kind of person that wants that you're a creative person you still go through all this character development yeah journey you you don't have to lift weights you don't have to run you don't have to do any of those however whatever it is that you're pursuing you still learn something from it and then you kind of like take that and implement it in your personal life yeah man i absolutely love that because like just in the same way to be to to develop a business and then develop the character and take that to being uh you could take that to being an athlete i mean you could take it like the carryover is huge but to understand that connection just like just makes each pursuit that much more significant and more powerful absolutely yeah so you went from you know competing like just locally in states to competing nationally, to competing internationally. So yeah. obviously you've you've grown so much and also you've gotten so much stronger because you got to represent Australia. How was that experience for you? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was that, that was a real amazing experience because like, it was definitely one of my goals since since I started powerlifting. So so I competed for about four years pretty consistently, and one of my goals was definitely to go to to compete on the national team. And yeah, that was pretty amazing. I got to say, one of probably um, probably one of the probably one of the best experiences being an international lifter was like just experiencing how big the community is on a larger scale like there was this there was this time i was at the airport and i was in like i was wearing this like australian tracksuit which was real cool it just looked real badass you know which is also on your instagram so people you can stalk him you can find this photo that's it it looked cool just like in the green and gold you know i was just chilling at the airport and there's like there were a couple of other lifters kind of walked past and they had the tracksuit on so I like I just met them and got to know them and then we ended up traveling together and like I kind of got to know like the the Australian team and then when we got to Singapore I got to meet you know there were people in from Japan from New Zealand from Nauru like Indonesia there were like all these other lifters and and then you just realize how big the community actually is and it's so cool because you know everyone has the same goals everyone has like similar goals everyone has similar values everyone has similar challenges and it just it just gives you this real feeling of connectedness and uh a real yeah a real sense of belonging you know all these people with common values and i think like i think that's a huge part of being a part of any sport right just to feel just to feel like yeah just to feel a part of a community and that was i I guess like that feeling was just kind of amplified by competing overseas yeah that is so good and it's awesome that you actually got 
to where you wanted to be and you got there because you did things you actually actioned every single thing and one one of the things that I took from what you just said was consistency just being consistent and I know that sometimes it becomes boring it becomes so challenging we go through so many failures so many misdreps and maybe yeah. some like really depressing days like really bad days at training or maybe bad days at the you know your personal life however mm. it's not always and I'm sure you'd, you'd agree with this it's not always sunshine and you know all good things PBs every single day plus you'll get injured too yeah absolutely yeah I guess like I'm thinking out loud right now I, I, I really think that like maybe all of my greatest achievements like it like in like personally in my life have literally followed the worst moments the most challenging moments of my life like for example 2017 was a good year for me like I competed quite a lot in 2017 that was the year I went to Singapore I was Australian champion in the bench press that year but end of 2016 I had a pretty bad breakup and like I mean that's just an example right like I mean I could also say last year was a challenging year for me as well COVID but coming out you know business has never been better like I feel like it just follows but it really makes me think like you know all your like you can't escape hardship it's literally a part of life no matter what path you take in life if you're trying to live safe like challenges are there as well you you literally cannot get away from it but you know if you if you if you can kind of embrace those challenges or you, you 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 train when you don't feel like it or you persist when you get injured your best your, your greatest achievements are literally on the other side of it can't go over it can't go under it you got to go through it like literally it's 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 like that you got to push through and like there's great things on the other side of that fuck yeah <laughs> oh, <we're> just... <laughs> oh man that is so good it's so well put um <laughs> And yeah, no, I completely, 100% agree. Growth stems from discomfort. And if you're trying to live safe, exactly what you said, there's little growth there. And you would probably not even grow. You would not get to know yourself. Yep, definitely. I do find that if if you do decide to take more control of your life in general and pick and choose your own path, then the challenges that you do face are kind of a little bit more unique to you. They're your challenges. And I kind of take a little more pride in those challenges and a little more pride in overcoming them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's evolving at a different rate. So everyone's facing challenges differently. We could actually go on about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, that's a, that's a topic right yeah. there. That's a rabbit hole. That's another. Halfway down, we're gonna go. Yeah, that's it, right? This whole episode is about hardship, fellas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. Yeah. Um. So, what was your mindset during competitive years? Like, I know we tackled on that a little bit already, but yeah. So, how did you? push on did you have someone with you did 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 you have you know your coach or was it something that you learned already yeah Yeah. guided you through that yeah yeah it's actually it's actually interesting that you asked me that because like when I think back like I probably didn't have as many role models as I would have liked in retrospect I think I like personally I do think role models are important to have and like people that are like supporting you but something like I guess like I guess like I found that personally in the form of podcasts and books I don't know if that's something that you expected to hear 
But I, I feel like for a long time I was just like, like I didn't find role models until later in my profession and in, in my athletic career. But yeah, in earlier days, I feel like I was a little bit on more on autopilot. So I was just focused on building routines that I thought would be constructive for me and then kind of fine tuning them as I went. I guess that's where I was in terms of like my mindset as an athlete at the time. I was just building, just building routines, just building routines and developing perspective on the bigger picture, which I definitely have a better perspective of now than I did back then as well, which makes me excited to return to powerlifting now with the, with the mindset and everything I've developed since. But yeah, I think back then when I was competing and training for competition, I... I was just kind of, I was kind of in my own little bubble, you know, trying to trying to gain perspective and develop routines that would be constructive for me. It's funny how you say work like routines and also going autopilot because you would think that routine is you know taking control, but sometimes when you do have this like solid routine and you're not conscious of it, you tend to go in autopilot. Not I mean not you, but we tend to go in autopilot. Um, how did you did, did you feel like you did go on autopilot or yeah yeah I, like yeah like I, I think that was definitely like a huge driving factor for a lot of my successes like I feel like even though like I didn't know like I said I didn't always have the role models that I maybe would have liked at the time people kind of like supporting me pushing me along but what I did have was like my black consistency, like you said, you know, like um, building routines. I feel like so much of what I achieved was achieved just by building routines that were constructive for me and just doing like the same thing every week, every month, you know, uh, and building, you know, just being just being consistent with my habits. With your habits, what's the typical day of strength coach Z? Today? Could be today. Well, what does your normal day look like? Yeah, so I'll um, yeah. yeah, yeah, so I'll be up I'll be up probably about five o'clock, have my breakfast smoothie, so I'll blend up, shower, get ready for work, I'll train clients early morning, probably until about eleven o'clock, so say six to eleven, typical day, and then I'll have time to sneak out, go train at another gym so I don't have to see anybody I know and then come back. So I can kind of be in my zone when I don't train at my workplace. Yeah, so I'll get out, I'll train for a bit, I'll come back for evening clients, train from train people from, say, three, three or four till seven or eight. Mm. Yeah, so it's a pretty a pretty full day. I'm pretty I'm pretty lazy with nutrition at the moment, so every, I, I make sure, like, I've got my calories in, counting my macros, but everything is, like, everything is drunk. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, right now I'm holding a bottle of Powerade, because it's it's super easy to get my carbs in that way but you know it's it's super practical i'm just a very practical type of person same idea do what yeah. you got to do now that you've you know you've gained all these like tools this new knowledge for like throughout the way you now you have a lot more in your personal tool belt what's your what are your goals now and how do you actually set up your goals yeah, so these days I kind of set my goals out in terms of training goals, business goals, and personal goals. So I've got a number of goals in all of them. Training-wise, I'm working towards 300 kilo deadlift, 200 kilo bench press. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that's, 
That's like three times my body weight. Might be four actually. Ah, oh. oh, cool. Shit. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah, you know, I tend to work kind of privately like away from this but I, I i'm not a huge fan of social media so i don't post too much but yeah that's what i'm working on to what, at the moment and then you know if i can do that then maybe I'll, I'll go back and do some competitions because i don't like to like if i come back to competing i don't i don't want to come back after a break and be like middle of the pack i guess like yeah. yeah so but yeah so goals are super important to me like every uh probably for the i would say for the last six years every year I kind of like jump on my laptop and I've got like all of my goals so I lay out everything I achieved every year so I write down everything I've achieved and then everything that I want to achieve the next year and I do that I've done that every single year so every year for the last six years I'm pretty sure so every year I'll reflect on the year that's passed write out my goals for the next year look at like all the goals that I did achieve and what I didn't achieve do I want to carry that over is that still the direction that I'm heading in but I think something I think I said this before something that I think I have better perspective on than I did in the past is is my bigger picture so what my so I know what the bigger picture is so every goal that I set now is in the context of something bigger and that gives the goal itself a lot more significance and I feel I'm way more motivated to work towards it if I know how it fits in the bigger picture of my life so Arnold Schwarzenegger says to have a vision or like American author Simon Simon Sinek says to know your why find your why right so like to know your goal and why it's important to you I feel like he's just going to make adherence that much more intentional and and meaningful yeah so it's funny how you mention Simon Sinek because I'm reading this book by Rebecca Statham. She in that yep. spark. Um, she's a business coach, and I'm actually she, she's actually taking me on board. Um, oh, nice! And I'm so excited for That's her awesome, to start yeah. today. Um, yeah, so she she got it from Simon Sinek that sometimes people actually people want to achieve things, right? However, they don't know their why. They only know how to do it, and so people yep. are working from the outside in instead of knowing your why first and then moving into then now what yep. and then once you get established why and what you move on to how yep. and how is the process how is you know it's it's everything it's the goals yeah, yeah. it's yep. you crushing your goals you reassessing just like what you do you from what you've just told me and I did know this about you it's so systemic it's so organized and Look, that doesn't work for a lot of people, but it definitely would help if you are actually looking at becoming successful. Yeah. You know, success doesn't have to be big. It's just you know, taking one goal at a time or yeah. even just doing it, really. Yeah, yeah. Who said it? Was it Frederick Nietzsche? I can't remember. Don't quote me. Don't look it up. Is that the how? No, um, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. I think it was, maybe it was Dale Carnegie. Uh, but yeah, the progressive realization of a worthy ideal, right? Or the progressive realization of a goal. Mm. Um, I feel like, yeah, like if you, um, so for example, uh, for me, I, it's easy for me to eat the same food every day. Like it just means I don't have to think about it and I can focus on other things. And I, I get a lot of people that just go, you know, I could never, I could never do that. I could never eat the same food every day. Like who does that? I, I do that. <laughs> 
but like for me it's so meaningful because i i know exactly why i'm doing it like i know this is going to equate to training goals this is going to equate to development of discipline and development of discipline will make me better at business and my clients will get a better version of me if i'm working towards my goals and i feel better about myself and i take that to my relationship like it's and then and then i have this 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 big like my this is my life you know like it all fits i'm not just here trying to lose 10 kilos 10 kilos like it's not just just that's it like it's not it can't it can't just be that you know like i've get i when i get clients that come in and chat to me about that i really work hard to dig dig deep you know what's what's your life about what are you passionate about what are you hoping to achieve right and then we can kind of figure out where 10 kilos fits in the context of something bigger and we're more likely to get adherence Let's go. That's so good. Oh man, that's so good. Um, yeah. As but a coach, yeah. and the, the, everything that you said, it for me, it fits so well with the podcast because I believe that everything is interconnected. Yeah. If you if if you work on yourself and you work on you know being a better person, being a better employee, a business person, whatever it is, it's a win win situation. You're good. And yep. you and you sh- if you share that to people, they're good as well because they're learning from yep. whatever whatever it is that you've improved for yourself. Yeah, um, it's it's like ripples, right? Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a wave. <laughs> it's it is it's literally like the drop and then ripples. Like yeah. everyone gets a bit of your success. Absolutely, oh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what yep. advice would you give to people who are trying to work out their why trying to work out a goal that's uh that's pretty big that's a big question i guess like something i would think about is to break that goal down into what the process looks like ben bergeron um crossfit coach real big on that idea right like goals are great goals look nice they look very nice on paper right they sound great when you say it to other people but what's more important than the goal is what the process looks like to get to that goal. And it's very, it's just important, it's just as important to understand what the process looks like as it is to understand the goal because the process is what's gonna get you there, right? And the process is what you're gonna be doing every single day, what you wake up, what your day looks like is then dictated by that. And you, it's important for you to look at that and understand, is that something I can commit to realistically, right? Is that something that I can follow? and if it's not, then maybe it's not the best goal for you right now. Maybe one day. But it all depends on the process. What's the process? I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. This podcast has been a 10 out of 10. Some nugs. Dropping dream. nugs. Yeah. That's it. Pick them up. Pick them up, folks. Dropping right nugs. Down. It's all for free. Yeah, I guess like something else that... Uh, uh, on, the, on the topic of goals is I, I'm a big fan of, I, like I said before, I've mentioned this a couple of times now, role models. So, and this is not just role models in your field. I, I mean, definitely look for role models in your field if you're um, playing a sport or working on a particular type of goal. Find people who are maybe a little bit further along that path, but I'm big on uh, character development as well and I look at people that are just accomplished in various fields and you can try to see you can start to see uh, what the carryover looks like and you'll often find very accomplished people in other fields who have the same qualities that you seek to develop in the pursuit of your own goals so definitely look laterally for role models as well because they're everywhere yeah absolutely 
and it's just a matter of picking the right person as well. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it, it, it's important to identify who your role models are and then, but also identify because no one is going to be like, no one is you, right? So when I look at role models, I like to look at why I look up to that person mm. and really try to identify what I look up, why I look up to that person. What qualities do they have that I'm trying to develop within myself? Yeah. Damn. All right. So with all that, you know, shared and talked about, how can people find you? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can contact me on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I'll message back. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty good. I'm not, I'm not super active on social media, so... But yeah, like definitely feel free to contact me. I, I'm happy to answer any questions that anyone has. Otherwise, email zaylin.v at gmail.com. What's your Instagram handle? Strengthcoach underscore Z. Amazing. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram. That's restbetweensets.podcast. The links are also in the show notes. Please subscribe, leave a rating and review. And if you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, please share it to them as well. It helps keep the mics on and help me impact more listeners who are ready to take charge of their life. And remember, take control of what you pay attention to and what you don't. You cannot manifest what you do not consciously notice. There's a little something for you to take away. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you guys soon.